0: Star Wars 7x7 episode 3083. We're gonna continue our series of looks at the Andor series, our final debriefing series, but we're not gonna look at a particular person today or focus on a particular person, even though we end up talking about other people because that's how it goes. Instead, we're gonna talk about the macro goal of Andor season one and how it was achieved. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So the micro goal of Season 1 of the Andor series was already pretty well stated in all sorts of materials leading up to the launch of the Andor series. It had to do with casting Andor and finding him in his natural scoundrel state and showing us how he goes from being a non-affiliated person with the Rebellion to an affiliated person with the Rebellion. But one of the many, many things that's wonderful about the Andor series is that it does this and all of the other fun character things that we've been discussing and will continue to discuss with a broader idea in mind, and that idea is expressed by Luthen Rail in pieces over the course of the series. Initially, one of the things that he says is that the Empire is choking us in a way that, you know, we're not even noticing that we're not able to breathe anymore. I'm paraphrasing terribly (laughs) there, but you know what I'm talking about with that, right? And we've talked in the podcast about how maybe it seems like that in the core worlds, and it doesn't seem like that so much in the Outer Rim. I think what we saw now that the Andor series is complete is that there's kind of a nuanced way of looking at that. We talked about how, and with the help of historian Chris Kemschel, how it doesn't feel like that from the outer rim jackbooted perspective because you've got it right in your face, but it's not necessarily the Empire doing that right in your face. It's organizations like the Preox Morlana Corporate Authority, for example, with the idea of, yeah, you think we're bad, well, the Empire's worse, so deal with this bad. So Luthen's goal, and it is a rather lofty and ambitious goal when you consider the giant picture of everything, is to get the Empire empire, the whole empire, to go from a very slow and methodical chokehold that nobody is really going to resist against, to an overly aggressive, fanatical, stomp-down kind of situation that will foment rebellion. And he pulls it off by the massive Aldani heist. He has to do that by directly attacking an imperial stronghold. He can't do that by attacking something like the Preox Morlana Corporate Authority. That's not going to do the job, right? He has to go right at the heart of the empire. And it's one thing for the Empire to tolerate the kind of hit-and-run operations that are being done by the various outfits that we hear mentioned, right? And, you know, whether it's Krieger or all the groups that Saw Gerrera lists or the groups that Cassian Andor lists at the beginning of episode four when he's like, who oh, are you, Separatist or Partisan Front or, you know, all these other groups, right? Luthien had to imagine something that would be so big and so brazen and so pointed that the Empire would would respond in the way it did and of course they did now this is also apparently down to Palpatine a little bit because as we hear from the conversations amongst the partygoers at one of Mon Mothma and Perrin's gatherings in her apartment they talk about how frustrating it is that Palpatine is baited to react in the ways that he does and that he's definitely going too far comparatively with the stuff that he's proposing including the Imperial Emergency Act and the public Order Resentencing Directive or PORD. I wish the directive was guideline instead, so the acronym could be PORG. That would have been fun. And as the partygoers are discussing, at least one of them says, oh, well, you know, what do you care if you're not doing anything wrong? And Mon Mothma's take is, well, I'm not sure about your definition of wrong, or I guess for that matter, what the Empire's definition of wrong is, because we see what the Empire's definition of wrong can be when Cassian is picked up on Nyamos and arrested for nothing other than looking suspicious in an area where other people were doing bad things. And suddenly, a sentence that was previously a six-month one now becomes a six-year sentence, and it's a trial without due process, without a jury, and one wonders whether there actually was one in the first place. And even in the privacy of her own ruminations, along with her trusted assistant, Ted Ramiro realizes that this is a bad idea and that it's only going to foment rebellion the way that Luthen Rail thinks it will. And that's another reason why I look at Dedra and Luthan and think these are the two main adversaries and I hope that we get to see them going at it again in season two of Andor. But Dedra made a couple of mistakes in regard to Ferex that seemed to go against what she was thinking in regard to the whole P.O.R.D. situation, right? Like she thought it was just too overbearing, it was too much, and so the idea of letting the guy who was running Ferrix for the empire hang salman pack and display his body in rick's road already very bad idea and that was only going to inflame the people of Ferrix further that's number one and number two the directive to get rid of any observances and traditions and whatnot you know they allowed a minor situation to happen but then they got in the way of it like they let it become something very difficult because they put all of their officers out in force like the whole point was to let them mark marva's passing in the manner of their tradition and if they just stayed out of the way if the empire had done that and let them do it then things would have not gotten out of hand the way that they did. I mean, can you imagine if there had been no Imperial presence on the streets at all and they played Marva's final own eulogy, I guess, self-eulogy, if you will? And even when she's exhorting them to fight the Empire, I don't think anybody necessarily gets inflamed in that moment. Maybe a couple of people decide to sneak off afterward and try something at the Imperial Hotel where they're all... kept together, but yeah, no, they basically inflamed the situation by being there in force and showing just how bad the Empire was, right as Marva is telling them to fight the Empire. In other words, Luthan is right. The Empire is just inflaming people now with this directive where they're going to levy incredible fines to the, you know, fifth degree (laughs) off of what was stolen from Aldani and getting rid of any other postponements on levies and fines and making people pay up immediately and then presumably if they can't pay getting socked into prison like some black site a la Narkina 5 where people's prison sentences suddenly double overnight because of the P-O-R-D, and not only that, but now they decide, oh, we're just not gonna let anybody out and we're just gonna say, okay, you got out now, we'll rotate you to a different prison because nobody knows and nobody's keeping track until that one mistake, which then leads to an entire prison riot. In other words Luther was right. He needed to encourage the empire to stomp down instead of just gently choke people in order to actually get rebellion active and serious and you know who amongst us can decide something like that. I mean you really kind of have to have a particular mental complex to decide that you're the person who gets to say we need to foment rebellion and we need to do something that'll get the empire to be really awful to a lot of people because in the end it will actually get rid of the Empire like what an incredible decision to make and to believe that you are in the right to make that decision. So that makes Luthen a particularly complex character and very interesting. And we will talk more about him directly in a future episode. But for now, that is what I've got for you on today's podcast. And it just remains for me to say, thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be.